Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy texts of fantasy romance novels. I'm head priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text, which is going to be Crown of Midnight, the second novel in the Throne of Glass series. And we have read up to chapter 14. Through 14. Through 14. You're right. You're right. I love it. I know. Very excited. <laughs> we had some troubles getting started when we read the first novel, Throne of Glass. We had some. We had. We had some trouble. Do you guys think it was a little easier? I. I found this to be a much from the get go, much more enjoyable, solid read. Very much what I expect of, of a Sarah J. Mass. I yes. agree. I yes. don't think I. I don't remember seeing any ribbons. No, me either. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I know we we said last episode we would start a ribbons counter for you, and then so far <laughs> there's nothing. I'm so sorry. I find that hard to believe. Now I want to go back and look because I wasn't keeping track. I'm sure somebody I'm sure was cut to ribbons. Somewhere. Somebody somewhere. You know what? It was probably in. Now that I think about it, it might have been in the uh, in the office. Please oh, hold. No. Wait, no. Back to no. This. <laughs> Did I miss it? That oh makes me God. so upset. Oh my God. I will to be continued. <laughs> well, while while we are uh, consulting, um, you the know scripture. these sacred mm-hmm. scriptures. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of your general impressions of the first fourteen chapters of uh, the second book? I'm definitely enjoying it more than the beginning of Throne of Glass, which again. It's probably going to hold a special place in my heart because I can already tell this series is like I'm getting to the point again with this where I was with Akatar, where I just like I want to read it all the time. I can't believe I have to stop like so we could discuss it for the podcast. I just want to burn through it. Um, So burn through it, but don't burn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we don't but, do book burnings. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say my my general impression of the series overall has improved. Like I, I did think it was naturally going to happen, though, just due to right. what age Sarah was when she started throne of glass you know sure i think Uh, that this was a much easier read yeah but like easier to sink into um starting out and i felt like a lot happened whereas it was i guess slower to more or less occur in in the other book and uh, i think the pace is definitely picking up which i liked nice i like that a lot I kind of low-key love it right now. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, I think it was Archer. I think Archer did it for me. Really? And I was just like, okay, I love this. I mean, of course it was. I mean, you were adding prostitution, and I'm like, sign me up. No, wait, hold on. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> wait. Sign me up for the book, not right. Like, oh, the, right. Like the moment that left my lips it was like, no. <laughs> you know, I'm not, not going to clip that. You know that. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> sorry, that's part of the podcast forever. <laughs> um, uh, well, anyways, <laughs> off to um, a new career. Did, did you want to try again? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that I really enjoyed that new element to mm. the text. That's, oh, that's uh right. that that new element was interesting to me. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna sit my butt silent now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. On on that note, um it was probably one of my more favorite scenes 
whenever Kalena. Like, oh, that is not our, her name. <laughs> our Cali lady. Selena. Nope. Like Selena. You gotta keep an eye <laughs> yeah. out for Selena. Like Selena Gomez. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, oh. Nikki Minaj. <laughs> I'm gonna look up for Selena. Exactly. Oh, okay. So whenever <laughs> Nikki Minaj and. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you gave it to me. Um, whenever Nicki Minaj and her new best friend uh, were in the, for lack of a better word, car in front of his house, mm-hmm. and then she just was like blurting out, "I was sent here to kill you." <laughs> they were all like having fun at a nice time, and then all of a sudden she's just like, "I." To have herpes. <laughs> or, oh like, or like, what? <laughs> I was convicted of murder. <laughs> it just gave me such bad date vibes and it made me feel better about my past. Not that I, I did that to, to that extent. I mean, I never murder anybody, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I felt I felt the energy was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, I would do this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sent me to kill you. <laughs> I love how she was so... Like, was one, my favorite parts around that scene as well. I, I probably have two from this section. But I would say, um, like, with that whole scene, I loved her seeing his reaction to the, hey, I'm, I'm sent here to kill you. Like, just seeing, like, the fear and having all this, like, a, almost like mysticism around a person just, like, disappear. And she's like, oh, I see who you really are. You are a coward. And I was just like, woo, I don't know. I just, I loved it. She just fucking, she's seeing through bullshit. I don't know. I just appreciate that about her. So that whole scene of like, I, I liked the tension. I was like, okay, you know, you're keeping me interested because there's been no spice at all yet. And this is smutty scriptures. So like, what are we go? Like, what are we doing? We got to get to dress it. though. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dress. Absolutely. I was like, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. And so did everyone else. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That whole Every time I saw Archer, good. though, yeah. I kept thinking of the cartoon. No. Yeah. Archer, yeah. the cartoon thing with the spy. <laughs> I was just like, no. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I did not connect that at all. But it's cute. What about you, Cuddle? Do you have a, a favorite part so far of what we've gone through? I have to say that... I really enjoyed her banter with Archer. I thought it was very hot. Um, I also rather enjoyed her. Is this what does this say about me as a person? (laughs) I also enjoyed her banter with the doorknob. Oh, I was going to say the doorknob is a noticeable like character. This section, I'm I'm really liking the addition. Yeah, I thought that was funny as shit. I have a lot of questions about it, um, but I think we're supposed to more time. Yeah, Mort. Yeah. Which I think is a really fitting name for a doorknob, and I don't know why. Yeah. I just feel like if I was going to name a doorknob, I would name it Mort. Yeah. I mean, there's really no other way to go about it. (laughs) Yeah, that whole character in general was was super fun. I will say there's one other moment that I'm not going to say is my favorite, but I did bookmark it, and I just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Uh, it's in, I think it's the second chapter, very early on. I just really like this moment with uh, Kale and Selena, 
where Carol? they say the line, yes, Carol. And Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Carol and Nicki Minaj. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Carol says to Nicki Minaj, are you still <laughs> acting like the King's champion or are you back to being Selena slash Nicki Minaj? And I love that. <laughs> I, I really liked that like moment for Selena's character because she calls people out in their bullshit, but do people call her out too? And I feel like that's a really important thing for her to have and right. a companion and a friendship, whatever Kale will end up being. Uh, and I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty bold to put that in, especially it was so early in the text. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, we're just really growth. I Let's definitely go. think that this book did not waste any time. No, not at all. And I appreciate <clears throat> that. I, I liked, or I, I noticed rather. Mm-hmm. And this is something that kind of, I guess, surprised me a little bit. Um, did you guys catch the the hinting at um? Maybe like a invisible golden cord pulling Carol and Nicki Minaj oh, toward each other. I hate it. Sarah's like loves no. faded mates. She loves it. It's her favorite. It was just like one throwaway line. I I don't remember where it was. I I was I probably um, stealing my reading, so I didn't get to mark anything. I think that but, um, in the first book as well. I think there was a brief mention of a golden chain between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hmm, how how funny that um we we see it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gee. It's almost like <laughs> <laughs> almost as if a magical force <laughs> were <laughs> binding them together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> I like that I do trope. not enjoy it. No. I'm so sorry. I literally, I love it. I love all of the cheesy ones, like Marriage of Convenience, One Bed in the Cabin, dude. Those, oh my God. Sign me up. Faded Mates is right up there for me. But I just don't know how I feel about those two characters together, really, at, at this point. But, you know, Sarah. Hey, she does Carol and Nicki Minaj, um, <laughs> they deserve each other. You're right. You know what? So far... <laughs> I'm loving it. You know what other scene I liked a lot was uh, when Selena went to visit bitch tits down in the yeah in the fucking thing, mm-hmm. and how um, how Selena basically got all the guards to um, get a wallop in from Kale because they were sexually assaulting her. Yeah, I took that as the Duke performing that, but they allowed it to happen. Uh, yeah, uh, th- yeah. And they looked the other way. Mm -hmm. That almost is like my least favorite because I I didn't realize. I I mean, I'm not necessarily against it. I I was not emotionally prepared for Sarah to get that dark with it. I was like, oh, (laughs) it's subtle, but it's there. I thought it was very tasteful how she did it. But I liked Mm -hmm. the fact that there was closure with it. Instead of just saying, I would have a talk with Kale and see... You know about maybe having this. I like that she wrapped that up and was like, "Oh no, they they addressed got it. the shit kicked out of them." Mm-hmm. I I did enjoy that because it felt very like, okay. Yeah. Well, they also got fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So at least they handled that right. I just it, it more so me not loving that scene was just more like. I didn't realize I had to be mentally prepared for this right now. I mean, I should have because it's not like they don't go over those kind of themes in like Akatar. Um, so I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, oh, I'm surprised. But it's good. It feels like all of our overall feelings are much more invested and, and much more positive, I would say. Not that we dislike throwing a glass. We're not going to say anything like that because we don't. 
but you know we have a much more positive outlook on on the on the text so far so do you guys have anything as far as in these 14 chapters like a least favorite like anything you didn't like like how i was kind of feeling about the scene yeah it's a it's a small nitpick um but it really made me upset and i had to put the book down for a minute so so the scripture says (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the scripture says that whenever uh, mm-hmm. and um, Nicki Minaj are out there with Puppers McGee and they're mm-hmm. throwing this, this stick and and then, you know, the Puppers McGee obviously is a, is a good girl and mm-hmm. goes and gets it and brings it back like she opposed to. They just like stop throwing it. Like, like it says, Fleafoot sat at her feet, w- wiggling tail, and waited for the stick to be thrown. And then they just like don't. <laughs> that poor dog. I was wow. like, throw the <laughs> That is that is a good puppy, and you are ignoring her. She yeah. did a good job. You didn't was- even <laughs> praise her. Boop her nose. You, this is book two. Time for playtime is over. <laughs> yeah, the princess dropped the stick on the ground and quietly walked back to the castle. She didn't pat the puppy on the head. She didn't boop the nose. She didn't give belly scritches or even offer a fucking belly scritch. Mm-hmm. She she just like peaced out. She didn't even say goodbye to the puppy. Yeah, zero out of five stars. Whole book can't do it. Can't believe the audacity. So, 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 if you're listening, Sarah, all right, um, do right by your puppet dues. Because, <laughs> oh my I, god, I was visibly upset. Understandable. I think I really thoroughly enjoyed Kale getting jealous. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I like I like that stuff. I think that's that's the good stuff for me. I liked how he was uh, getting a little. Um, I would even almost say possessive, and uh, but I, but at the same time, I was also pretty surprised that she kind of brushed Dorian off so. I would almost say rudely, but like I was surprised in a good way. Oh, okay. Because she almost. I don't know. She almost made it sound like he was. She was just very forward with how how little of his attention she wanted. So that was yeah. It's like a thing. Yeah. So you would say that's the scene that maybe like surprised you the most, like as far yeah. as the character's reaction. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. I would say that's surprising because I not not for her to be so. I don't want to say rude because I think we've all been there at least. Um, us women, I feel like we've all had unwanted attention from a gentleman, and we're just like, oh my god, get the fucking point and go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she does kind of say that, and she's really, like, annoyed about it. And I mean, she kind of should be, because he's not getting the fucking hint. But then, you know, for her to say, to just say it so bluntly, I guess, whenever, you know, it, chronologically, just a couple of weeks ago, they were head over heels for each other, I think was a little surprising. I guess. Yeah. That makes Selena's sense. a boundary queen. She said, Mm-mm. now mm. she didn't used yeah, to be in now. the beginning, but all of a sudden. <laughs> Imagine if that skill only took you three months to learn. 
<laughs> if only. If only. Sorry, right. she could spend another three months learning how to address the dog correctly. That's fair. Should be a quicker turnaround time. Don't let that pup suffer. Can't do it. I know. Must boop the snoot. <laughs> I would say I don't feel like I can pinpoint a moment from this section so far. I would say that it, like surprised me. I guess there was one thing that I was like more like, oh, I didn't know that's how they would take it. So I guess I guess like a light surprise um, in chapter six of your holy text. Flipping there now. Um, it's one of the moments of the doorknob and Selena's conversation. <laughs> mm. um, but I bookmarked it because I was like, oh, I didn't think they were going to make, like, there's going to be something ironic about this. Like, names seem to mean a lot in the Akatar universe uh, as far as, like, names of blades and, like, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, um, and then we got Nicki Minaj. And- right. <laughs> hey, right. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Alpernia. <laughs> Goofy. But uh, it, the, the doorknob does ask what her name is, and she responds with, you know, Selena, whatever. And the skull is laughing. It, it thinks it's funny. It says, oh, it's, that is too funny. The funniest thing I've heard in centuries. I was like, is it because her actual identity is so obvious to you? Is it because, like, this name is going to mean some? It's going to be something in the universe that's some, like, funny, almost like a funny callback or, like, a sign of, like, oh, of course you would have this name that means this situation and that's why the like, whole importance of names is going to come in with the whole Nehemia giving her a new name you know what i mean so yeah. you mean like fart wafter you don't listen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if i know anything it's that she's gonna get another new fucking name <laughs> to add to her many list of other names i think she already yeah i think they have another one right now i pinpointed yeah. that too i think in the text because i was like are we doing this this poor girl is gonna be so confused about who she is <laughs> she's Never had a chance. She's be like, I am Selena, aka that name that Nehemia gave me that I forgot already, aka. <laughs> and she's gonna have like seven names, you know. Haven't helped the FBI of her region to find her because she'd be changing more names <laughs> than uh, than Angelina Jolie in that spy movie. You're not wrong. <laughs> well, you know, you have to put down your aliases whenever you fill out government paperwork. I mean, I mean, <laughs> what other names have you gone by? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, going off that, I do feel like the whole thing with Mort is they're pushing it. It does. I, I dislike this a little bit because I find that at least in this first third of the book, they're mm-hmm. kind of hard hinting towards. Selena being the ancestor of Elena and already having a name as Aelin. And I is just wish... Aelin? Well, that's how I pronounce it. <laughs> I, I don't just know if that's... Like Aileen? It's alright. Just, even... just rename everybody. Ah, it's right. fine. Um, but whenever they... When she talks to Archer and Archer's like, oh yeah, there's like these crazy people who are worshipping Aelin Galathinius the lost heir of Terrison in chapter 11, I just feel like it's it's kind of, please stop telling me what's going to happen. Mm. You just let it happen, you know? Because when, when you combine all those together, I feel like if I had to make a prediction that that would be it because that's already been given to us in the first third of the book. So mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Um, Selena is Aelin. Ha ha. We already know. 
um, the doorknob laughed at her and she has a name. And then also in the same chapter that you were referring to, the doorknob also is like, I know all about your past. And she's like, shut the fuck up, doorknob. <laughs> I hate when they know my business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're a little, we're a little upset. Yeah. See, we've got some big feelings, friends. <laughs> right. But it's like, okay, so calling it now. That's her. That's her. And she, but she knows, she knows who she is. She just is refusing to have it. Like right. she's refusing the call of her people. <laughs> of course. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like what my brain does when I realize that I accidentally deleted my favorite save file. <gasps> I'm like, no, no, I, I, I didn't do that. Block out the it's there. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, I, feel like I have keep bringing a... up that doorknob. <laughs> I was going to say, is everyone's favorite character going to be tied between the doorknob and Archer? <laughs> it's, yeah. I have a small thing that surprised me the most. I love picking out the small little things. Mm. Um, they, I don't know. I, I, they stand out so much to me, but whatever she, Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. was in the old, old section underneath the, library underneath the old castle part like in the weird under under part um okay so with the with the oil on the wall in that track and then the light i thought that was cool i i will not that i'm gonna steal that for D &D. (laughs) uh uh. (laughs) no no hey that's good (laughs) I was like, why the fuck didn't I think about that? It's kind of national treasure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But like in a wall. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's cool. I fuck with it. I was like, that's fucking smart. (laughs) I like it. Fair. I did think of another thing. Sure. And that would be when Archer was expressing the idea or thought or truth. I rather... That they auctioned off his virginity. Yeah. And that was, um, that was chapter 10. For those of you following along at home in the scripture, chapter 10 says when he turned 17, that they had a bidding party for his virginity. And there had been rumors of actual brawls breaking out among would be patronesses. And I felt like, look, if you're going to have, all of the sex things and sex slaves and sex whatever. Like, I'm 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 at least glad that it's a dude, you know, that like it's a gentleman who's having this. And because if I had if I had to read one more woman <laughs> whose virginity was being like sought after, I think I probably would have ripped up the book and burned it because, um. Of course, you know, reasons, but I just, I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't just women and that the men of the book get to suffer a little bit too. But I think it explains a lot about how their society as a whole views sex um, and that it is a commodity to be purchased. Mm-hmm. But gross. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but I think that had they had that before the meeting in the dungeon, that probably would have worked out at least a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've been deeply enjoying the way that we're bringing out and, and teasing out a lot of that more 
societal um, influences rather than just uh, Dorian once in my pants. Ah, you know? Yeah, it makes the world feel more political, more lived in, more... Right. Gives you more story to go with. It's okay, though, because, you know, we just blurt out, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) You mean to tell me he reacted badly to that? I mean, how would you react? (laughs) Uh, Thanks. Oh, my God. Sounds good. Nicki Minaj wants to kill me. (laughs) Where do I sign? It's fine, whatever. So does that mean, Blue, that um, Nicki Minaj is your favorite character? You know, I picked her once for uh, Throne of Glass. uh, And I don't know. I I, I do. I like the growth. I like what we're seeing there. Um, Despite what I've kind of been saying like otherwise like Ar- archer is probably my favorite like i'm joking about the whole doorknob archer thing um yeah but i do appreciate it um like the type of character that they are um i would say but yeah i don't know selena does have a special place in my heart so if i could split it maybe like of my favorite character of a section i'd probably split it between those two Paddle. i i love archer um I love the description of Archer. I love when he's like got his game face on. When he turns into a wimpy little bitch, I like him less. But when he's relatable, <laughs> <laughs> um, but see, but I don't want my men in books relatable, Blue. I want them to be. <laughs> I don't want them to be real. Oh uh, you know, I like I like how um, you know Mass is even kind of playing with us a little bit because in chapter seven, if you turn with me in your scripture, <laughs> mm-hmm. the scripture mm-hmm. says she felt kale stiffen slightly, but she didn't bother to glance at him. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> it was like, oh, he's being emotional. <laughs> it was hard to look away from Archer who had been and still was the most beautiful man she'd ever seen. Not handsome, beautiful. His skin glowed golden, even in the height of winter, and his green eyes, gods above and words, saved me. I, you know, I want that, like, ethereal, holy hell, this man is the most gorgeous man I've ever seen in my life. I want that in all men. So if you guys can just okay. get with the Feyre in the first book of A Court of Thorn and Roses. <laughs> um, but I also <laughs> feel like every time I see those words, the most beautiful man she'd ever seen... Knowing Sarah, I'm like, whoop, Hawkeyes, I see you. Faded mates. <laughs> Faded mates, <Again>. perhaps. <laughs> um, but but I, 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 I have to say, surprisingly, he's not my favorite character right now. And really? I'm going to go and take a hard turn. I don't know if you two are ready for this. It's Kale. Okay. Because he's so jealous, and I think that's fucking hot for no real, um, you know, untoxic reason. It's a safe that space, probably yeah. has <laughs> probably has a lot to say about me as a person. <laughs> but I love how he like takes care of her, and that he like threatens her, which also probably speaks volumes about mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, but I do. I love it, and I love how he's like, "I'm gonna take care of you," but I. Fucking cage! I will throw you in a dungeon after I heal you, if you don't fucking stop it. But stop, just, just please stop. <laughs> and I'm like, I will, Kale. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. So that, yeah. Final answer, Kale, because trauma. <laughs> Good. 
we're, we're getting some deep places tonight. I appreciate that. <laughs> were you able to find that section, Purple? Yes. Uh, sorry. On on page 12 of the scriptures. Of course. This is in the very, obviously, <laughs> very early uh, section, chapter, right? Whatever. I think it's chapter two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right after she gets back. And she's like dumping the body parts in the in the waterway. <laughs> I love that for her. But it, it's it's Carol because of how he's talking to her. Um, like there's a whole paragraph here where he's like, "I need to do to debrief you," and she's like, "Oh my god, get the fuck out of my face!" <laughs> yeah, and he says, "When you go it. away," he said, the distant torchlight illuminating the rugged planes of his face. I have no idea what's happening to you. I didn't know if you're hurt or rotting in a gutter somewhere. Yesterday I heard a rumor that they caught the killer responsible for this one dude's death. Um, and it kind of goes on. But like that little section and obviously the little part after. Um, I think that makes him my favorite character so far. Really? Yeah. Because, no, no, it's not the sweet Oh, oh! I mean, yeah, the sweet. But what do you mean by in, that? in my mind, I just I picture him. Okay, just just go with me. Okay. <laughs> in my mind, reading that and now talking about it, I picture a very burly dude. Okay, you know, he's all like, "I'm a man," and uh, he's wearing like one of those like very unattractive muumuu gowns. Okay. All right. Okay. With like what? hair in curlers and like like a scarf wrapped around it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. With like, like you know, like facial mud like all over his face. <laughs> and he's pacing back and forth in his room like, "Where is she? Does she even know what time it is?" <laughs> oh my god. And then the oh. guards outside are like, "Dude, chill out." <laughs> That's the king's champion. He's like, no, she could be anywhere. She could be dead. She could be in a gutter. And I, oh. I don't know why. <laughs> is that, is that maybe because you have mommy issues? Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> is that why you see Kale as mom? <laughs> it's a very maternal argument. No, I think that. It's the same kind of caring, nagging character that is in some older TV and movies. And I thought it was fucking hilarious because that's the only mental image that my brain came up with. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God, I love this. I mean, also, yeah, it's sweet and adorable. But <laughs> so will you be mad if I titled this episode, you know, Crown of Midnight, chapters one through 14, and then do a little colon. Mommy issues, perhaps. <laughs> if you Fine. don't, I'll be mad. <laughs> um, moving from there, I think that... Anyways. <laughs> but that idea that you're referring to has been pretty throughout the whole section. You know, like, Kale's got that basically recurring vibe the whole time. I didn't ever see it more, like, parental. I always thought it was more, like, slightly overbearing boyfriend, but... Um, Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, <but> yeah. 
Sorry, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god, <clears throat> Molly Weasley. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't get Molly Weasley vibes. I got more, you know, overbearing boyfriend. Like I said, but I I don't hate it. I I think in a really weird fucked up way that lets me know that they care. So although I don't want him to control what she does, it's nice that he cares enough to get angry about it. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that, like I said, that probably speaks a lot to me. Um, so, what do you, what do, you, what, what do you think, Blue? <laughs> I, I see the maternal, maybe you know, type of vibe, the overbearing boyfriend type of vibe with that whole scene. But I almost feel like I don't know. I hope it doesn't develop into. Um, I don't want you killing people. <laughs> killing people is really bad. Remember that one time I killed that guy for you uh, to save your life? And I felt bad about it for, like, a long time. Like, the fucking Kale, shut up. Like, Yes. Like, assassin's yeah. gonna be an assassin, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I think I think you need to... I wasn't annoyed by it, but I was just like, I think you need to, um, like, understand that about Selena's capabilities, like, her potential is going in that regard, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and Nicki, Nicki Minaj just, like, <laughs> cuts up sick people. The fuck? Hey, man. It's bad. Yeah. I, I actually did like that twist. I, I, I liked that we were not actually committing the unalive. I mean, I do sneaky. love the recycling. Sure. I just... <laughs> I mean, but, like, we also pollute waterways with it, so... <laughs> We're for the environment, but not really. <laughs> Sorry, was that a lot? Was that too much of a hot take? You're you know what? She is guys... probably poisoning the local water supply, but... Maybe is, that's why they're sick. Is that more humane? Is that less humane? I don't know. Uh, just saying it could be cyclical. <laughs> oh, uh, it, you know, a cycle. Mm-hmm. It goes in a circle. <laughs> but also, uh, Sorry. yeah, yeah it makes, yeah. Um, what did you guys think of our new addition to the Havilliard family, Roland, and his oily grin? I uh, hate that. hate that. I guess that's kind of my default least favorite character, because, ew, leave. Yeah. Just, just go, bro. We don't need that. He's like a blue cheese person. But, like, extra blue, less cheese. What's wrong with being blue? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. B-L-U. No E. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I thought he was nasty and gross. Seeing women as conquesty is not cute. It's not hot. It's not the vibe. And the fact that Kale was, like, his, you know, fake boyfriend senses were tingling. I I think that's... um, (laughs) Faded made sense tingling. Right, 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 the, the library dude thing that like sniffed at her like the no oh no sorry the the dead library dude could you be more specific i don't know what we're talking about the dude she killed the dude that oh, got got at the very end like chapter 13 14 yeah yeah oh the guy In with the, the poison 
Mm. That was I an office. Whatever. Office was his library office. meeting hall. Can I, can I tell you how game room? Whatever. How <laughs> disappointed I was with that scene. And I'm like, Why? finally, we get to see, like, the world's greatest assassin. <laughs> Oops. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. it's like, come on. Like, the first time we see her in action, the very first time we get a play-by-play of how wicked cool she is. And she's almost fucking killed by, like, some gross-ass right. dude with a, with a letter opener. Like, come on. I was just so disappointed. I, I mean, I understand because plot and Kale and it's like characters and it. Yeah. But I was like, mm, like it, I want more. Like I wanted better for her. Like you cannot tell me that that was more difficult for her than beating Pain or whatever, or some right. of those other bad guys. You know, yeah. like how do you not see? It's like the world's greatest assassin. How do you not see? I don't know. Like, she did kind of eat coated. herself out the window. In a big ass dress. Yeah. I like that dress. It was pretty. <laughs> well, <R. I. laughs> it was goofy. It was like my wedding dress. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree, though. Like, being like, okay, this is the first moment we actually get to see it, like, at the actual event of the assassination. And it's like, bro, this is like an amateur fucking job, dude. Selena, get it together. I know you have like four names. Pick whichever one is the best <laughs> assassin. And just commit to bit. I can't live like this. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's a, like a multiple personality thing. And that one wasn't the assassin. Yeah. I, on a real note, though, I almost think that that's kind of what I've been feeling about the theme of everything so far. Like, I almost think, like, it, this book is a lot of, like, trauma and repressed trauma and dealing with mm. it when it comes back in your day-to-day life. And well, if that's the case, I take it back. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, zero to five. Can't do it. Don't let, don't let me talk about that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> All the trauma with not booping the puppy. Yeah. 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 How your trauma affects others. <laughs> <laughs> I oh the doggy did give back at her though and stole the food. That is fair. That's fair. Yeah, that that was. So Sarah's was looking good. out for us. So did you guys say that's similar, like that you picked up on a similar theme. Anything else? I think we're unveiling the past. Mm-hmm. I think that's slowly what's happening is we're slowly getting to. <laughs> if you will divulge with me into her true name, <laughs> of course, uh. of course. <laughs> And um, I think that she 1000% knows who she's like, who she actually is, who her true self is. Mm-hmm. And she just is rejecting it. Um, and I think that's why we see things like Mort laughing at her and her saying, what did she say at the end of it? Like, shut your rotten mouth or whatever. Whenever he was like, I know your past. And she's like, shut the fuck up, bro. Um, you don't know me. Yeah, you don't know me. Cash me outside. How about that? But I'll wait I, to your doorknob. I can't move. But I think that's why we're seeing a lot of those things. I think that's why Elaine is involved. I think that's the whole thing is going to build up to that like crescendo kind sure. of thing. And then we've got the little cult that's like we worship Aelin, and she freaks out and she, like she knows that they're false. How the fuck do you know they're false? unless you know something that we don't oh it's because that's who you are mm-hmm. um so, i thought that they were talking about princess no 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 they're talking about good old selena 
Yeah, because Selena is alien. Well, yeah, but I thought that Nicki Minaj was thinking that <laughs> the the cult person was Princess na 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 na. She okay. If you turn in the scripture to page eighty five, chapter eleven, it says. I've only heard my clients whispering about it every now and then, but there's a group that's formed right here in Rifthold. They want to put Aelin Galenthian back on Terrison's throne. Her heart stopped beating. Aelin, the lost heir of Terrison. Aelin is dead, she breathed. Archer shook his head. They don't think so. So how, how does she know? Just staring at him a little bit later on, willing her fingers to unclench, willing air into her lungs. If that were true, no, it wasn't true. These people actually claimed to have the air, then she had to be an imposter. Oh, how does she have to be? Oh, that's right, because you've already fucking know that you are. Mm -hmm. So I think the theme of this whole book is going to be us unveiling that she's Aelin and getting her true name out there and her taking up (laughs) what is rightfully hers as an opposite of um, Big Bad King Boy. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the whole theme is recovering of one's true self and taking that back. Mm. That's good. I thought this was more like building a support system and then running away from responsibilities. Ooh, I love that. I feel called out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she kind of she does that, though. She's trying her best. She's kind of running everywhere and not really doing what she's supposed to be doing, like, ever. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, she didn't throw the stick for the dog. Mm. She didn't boot them <laughs> on the dog. You Sorry, really uh, upset about that dog. <laughs> I was. Like I said, I had to walk away. <laughs> uh, for real, though. Like, she's like, I'm going to go find the the masked person animal sniffer thing in in the hall by the animal by by the library <clears throat> and then she's like maybe not I'll, let's just go exploring and then she's like i'm gonna go do the thing and then she's like mm, i'm just gonna go shopping instead <laughs> yeah and then you know i'm gonna go kill people but not really where them sickos at mm-hmm. i mean i don't hate those choices necessarily just (laughs) saying that she's kind of you know running away from her responsibilities and she's without knowing it or knowing it she's building up a support system for herself she's enriching her life with those around her and she's building ties and and forging those bonds and she's probably knowingly or unknowingly putting people in place to help her out later mm-hmm. i.e memo- memoirs of a geisha you know right she yeah so that, i feel like that's that's kind of what we're looking at in these first 14 chapters is running away from responsibilities and yeah building a support system because if she didn't have the support system and the king decided he didn't like her hair and did her a heckin murder then she'd get God. <laughs> yeah. I could see that being a theme. Do you think it's going to go like all the way to like almost to mirror, not quite, but like a, like a night court type of inner circle type of vibe, like support. No, support? no, I don't think no. it's going to go that far. It's just kind of like a, Hey, remember how I didn't kill you? Mm. <laughs> That's fair. 
Yeah, I also remember that I didn't kill you. <laughs> it's it's almost like an RPG video game when you like do some side quests and then you come to find out like they're going to go to battle for you at the end when you fight the BBG in the video game. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the kind of vibe I got from it too. Sure. Okay. I was just going to say, because I feel like they're all going to go together and support her reclaiming the throne as Aelid. Oh. <laughs> it's because these were actually good people all along. Who would have thought? <laughs> Maybe the real friends are the people we didn't murder along the way. Wow. Oh, no. Put that, put, please put that on a Dual Minds t-shirt. Please. Writing I that down. That. Please, immediately, for all our listeners who may or may not uh, be aware... There is an Instagram, uh, Dual Minds Co., where these two lovebirds have made the best, best content I've ever seen. Um, a ton of planners, shirts, a bunch of different stuff. Uh, my personal favorite has to be the Selena personal crafts little. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. she's got real weapons. <laughs> yes. And then the Nightcore planner, super good. Sorry, just had to plug that there because they're both of these two are incredible and put a lot of work into that. And I, I literally need that on a t-shirt. Like I will buy it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what has all of this running away from stuff and building a support system and all of the mommy issues? Mm -hmm. Well, what kind of unanswered questions has it given you? I've got one. Yeah. I want to know what the fuck sniffed at her and how it's connected to the person in the dungeon of sure. the, at the bottom of the library. That's why I definitely thought this would be a wonderful place to stop because I felt like this would be a great time for us to have our imaginations run wild and discuss and, and figure out what the hell we think all that shit is. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> first of all, seeing as how this is in the same universe as um, Akatar, sure. we mm. should know certain things. And that is that Faye are not animalistic, right? I would not, you know, it would not be weird to think that Cassian would walk up and sniff Nesta and, you know, be a little animalistic. But in general, yeah. <laughs> in general, Reese is not going to be cloaked in a hallway and go, and then, you know, sniff, sniff, figuring out what's going on. So mm. I don't think it's, it's a stretch to assume that this is not at least a high fay individual. Um, it is described as a person. This is in chapter five, at the end of chapter five, on page 43 for me. Um, a person in wearing scriptures. a <laughs> in the scripture, a person wearing a cloak darker than night, a hood so heavy it concealed every feature of the face inside. It sniffed at her a huffing animal sound. Mm -hmm. uh, she didn't dare move. It sniffed again, then took a step toward her. The way it moved, italicized, like smoke and shadow. Holy hell, if this is Asriel, like, I would <laughs> shit a brick. Um, would he sniff? <laughs> just so we're clear. He, he's not um, very sniffy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that Can one. We, can we just pause for a moment and let our imaginations run wild on what a primal Asriel would be like? Can I just... I it's fine. don't want to until I know Sarah's writing the book. <laughs> We we should just like stop talking and then like play some <laughs> some like romantic jazz for like a minute and then come back. Honestly, reasonable. Yeah, I'm not against so it. it. 
It goes on to say that a faint warmth blooded or sorry, bloomed against her chest and then a pulsing blue light. The eye of Elena was glowing. The thing halted. Selena stopped breathing because that's always a good idea. Love it, it hissed. It hissed and then slithered. That's the word we use. Slithered a step back into the shadows beyond the library doors. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe. And then they say that the hooded creature was gone. We use creature as the word, not person. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. it's human. I don't think it's fey. I think it's another one of those crazy, weird word creature thingies, like the, the Ritter Rack thingy. Okay. But I, Riddick? it was the Ritter Rack. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Riddick. Oh. <coughs> I, you know, the chron- Chronicles of Riddick. I know. Of the Ritter Rack. I, it's the Riddick. Do believe that it is different from the thing in the dungeon? Mm-hmm. Uh, because the rat. Y- yep, the, the thing in the the thing in the dungeon was definitely not a rat. It was definitely believe, a rat. <laughs> I believe the thing in the darkness. It says, uh, chapter fourteen, page one hundred and thirteen in the scripture. It reads, uh, "She shifted the dagger, pushing it just a bit further beneath." The two gleaming green gold orbs flashed in the shadow beyond. She lunged back, swiping the dagger with her, biting down on her lip to keep from cursing aloud. Eyes, the gleaming eyes in the dark eyes, like Anne, Anne, like she knew what it was. Yeah. Then she makes excuses, and then it goes into <clears throat> saying that it was, what, a cloud, I believe, or darkness, some whispery cloud? I think that is Faye. Mm-hmm. Oh, but how fun would it be if it, oh my God. Go what if it was <laughs> the, um, the bone carver? No. I think that'd be so cool, but I don't think it is, but it would be so fucking cool, but it, I don't think it is. But like, if it was though, it's Braxis. holy hell, I would, oh my God, I would <laughs> love it. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, some implication. But I don't think it is. But if it was, yeah. though, that's the good shit right there. Or the weaver. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. Okay. So. How do you think she's going to open the door? Magic. Ooh. Mm. Probably in, like, some dream. Yeah. And she's going to go down there to the library and the door is going to be open like it was in her dream. Yeah. And if I know Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited. I was like. I'm sorry. I think we're unleashing Faye and I think that that person is put there not because they're bad and I think that that person is another character and I think that we're going to have fun with them later. Okay, that's what I think. God, I hope so. I kind of got the implication maybe just for like the creature that sniffed at her maybe but that like they, they make references to like things and relics that would be older than Faye would have been in this universe and I kind of considered like that there might have been something before the Fae, because doesn't Akatar have something? Like, there was something before, but it's always, like, this mystical, you never get really information on it, like, that kind of stuff. No, we and do. We get told about the the, the, the the island. Remember? It's, because mm. then when the, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like, Miriam the, and everything? With the what? With the two that went into seclusion in Akatar? It wasn't no. just two. Well... No. I'm talking... Pre pre you're I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around, I'm gonna grab that book. It was in this one, which is the 
Nessian one, and it was whenever she killed Lanthus, mm. and he kind of discussed there was stuff before there, and then Faye and humans were both their playthings. Sure. So is yeah, that you're what right. you're talking about? Yeah. Like their ancestors, I guess. If we're going with like weird marks or like fucking, I don't know, older than Faye, then and then thus we're not outlawed with the whole magic thing, then it would make sense that remnants of that culture could still exist, potentially. Even if we're seeing the last of it now. I will say, though, there's one unanswered question. It's very specific that I have. When and will it, the dog get a boop? Yes, but this <laughs> When question, are we fucking? <laughs> <laughs> actually, though, actually, yes, but um, it infuriated me beyond belief. I have it marked. I felt so strongly about it because I was so upset. I was like, where in the scriptures was it? It is uh, page 51 in the scripture, which is chapter six. Um, It's the part where they're speaking about the um, armor. I'm going to butcher this name. Demarius, Um, where they're talking about the um, like Gavin and his sword and a suit of armor and everything like that. And the line goes, some legends claim that when Gavin wielded Demaris, uh, Demaris see, is what I always said. Fair. He would see only the truth, and that was why he had been crowned king, or some nonsense like that. Are you fucking kidding me? The same shit with more? The power is truth. And I'm like, Sarah, what does it mean? What does it mean? Could you tell me? And then they're like, it's they, the truth. And I'm like, what is Please, I have read read now five, six, seven books where characters have that kind of, like, answer to their story of their abilities, the thing that sets them apart, and I have no idea what this is. And just the line of, like, or some nonsense like that. Are you kidding me, Sarah? You are disrespecting me? And I need to know what the power of truth is, because clearly that links to more somehow. So, like, if that answers it, that's fine. But how dare you or some nonsense like that address it for me, please. I can't deal with this question being unanswered for seven books of different series. (laughs) To be fair, I believe that Judge Judy and Jerry Springer both had that same superpowers. So (laughs) I'm writing Sarah a letter, a strongly worded letter about this because I cannot keep, I can't keep living like this. I want to know whose bright idea it was to magic a doorknob. Uh, it was and, definitely Mort's. He willed himself to be. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> but like, who, who, who just had an overwhelming amount of magic and they're like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> See this here doorknob? How funny would it be if hmm. uh, bippity-boppity-boop here you go. <laughs> You're a fucking doorknob and can't move. Have fun being forever alive, but not really. Do you want to know what? Hmm. Do you want to know what? The the doorknob mort gives me uh, enchanted skeleton in the last unicorn vibes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Love that. Hmm. As long <laughs> as it doesn't say wine nut. <laughs> I almost want him to say that. No. Yeah. It would be too on the nose. Infringement. Yeah, it would be too on the nose, but I would appreciate it at least. You mean on the knocker? Yeah, exactly. I do love how he was respectful and saying that, like, yo, you had, like, a lot going on last time, so I didn't really feel like (laughs) 
interrupting you. <laughs> your almost death with the uh, the Ritterac, but like now that you don't seem busy, <laughs> what's going on, girl? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I liked how it was like, um, fucking knock, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rude. Honestly, with how sassy the doorknob mort is, I think that might be one of the characters I most identify with. I mean, I kind of, I'm living for the sass. I'm living for the <laughs> eternal suffering of existing, but not loving mm, that. Mm, mm. Um, But on a sad note, I feel like I'm kind of relating to Archer, which is like a whole other... Topic, and I don't love it, but I appreciate the story being told. I'm Kale all the way. Yeah. Just following everybody around. What? <laughs> don't make me hurt you. Like, I will hurt you if you've hurt yourself. Please don't hurt yourself. I'm going to hurt. Uh, please don't. It's please. Just- Stop it. I can't handle it if you're <laughs> not <somehow>. okay. <laughs> I feel like I also identify with Carol, but. But mainly in that whole, uh, you know, curler thing. With like, <laughs> where have you been? Mm-hmm. I would absolutely, I am absolutely the mom friend who will yell at you because you didn't text me and tell me you got home. Okay. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you mean that you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, bleed all over my, my, my floor in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know what you looked like? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair. But can I just tell you, the character that I want to bitch slap and have, like, a lecture with the most right now is Dorian. Ooh. Because, like, bitch, no means no. Like, she said she doesn't want to talk to you. Leave her alone. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt. But don't get creepy. Don't get weird. Don't press against her. Don't move into her space. Don't show yeah, up unannounced. That. Like, that's all creepy. That's creepy. Leave her alone. Yeah. If she wants to talk, I'm sorry. But, like, no means no, bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt the same way about him, actually, this whole section. Because I was just, like, more so focusing on the fact that he was so, like, oh, my God, she, like, killed somebody. And I'm, like, what did you think she was in prison mm. for? What did you think? (laughs) Like, what did you like? He's so like, I, he literally put her in that position. And now she's like, well, I'm going to fight my hardest to survive and gain freedom for myself. And then Dorian's like, you actually did it. Well, Kale too. Not very feminine though, but I almost feel like Kale is a more (laughs) uh, like realistic, like you should avoid killing people if you don't have to kind of character. I like that. That's fine. But Dorian's was more like, just it, how long we focused on it in the text, I guess, was very, uh, it just seemed more, less impactful. Like, it was just more like a grossness or more like a a complete and utter shock and, like, all this. And I just kind of expected him to be more intelligent than that. Well, he's prissy. You know, yeah. he's a prissy prince and does like to get his hands dirty. And Kale, I feel like it was more surprising when Kale was, like, distraught about her killing people and himself killing people like literally like hazard of the job my guy i don't know what you want um but of course she's obviously not doing the stab stabs at least not the way that he thinks Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering you know when he does find out what he's gonna say about that and if that's gonna change his view of her yeah i really want to uh to lecture two people um (laughs) You're going to bring up the dog. (laughs) No, actually. Well, a little bit. (laughs) Um, No. So, so 
Nicki Minaj and uh, Prince Dushery. Mm-hmm. Who's Nicki Minaj um, again? I I, I feel like main I, character. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. You know, because you got to keep an eye out for her. For Celine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. Sorry. Um, I feel like they both. I want to lecture them both because they do the same thing, and that is like lacking forethought. And lacking the ability to understand that their actions directly influence and impact those around them. For example, mm-hmm. Prince Douchebag is still friendly-ish with um, the oil spill that is Roland. No, he's an asshole to him. What do you mean? No, he's, he's all so like, <laughs> he's now. like, he's fine. He's Dorian. harmless. He's not a big deal. Oh, I thought you meant Kale. I didn't know you mean Dorian. No. Prince Douchery. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My fault. My it's mistake. okay. Uh, so, so Dorian is all like, man, he's fine. Like he's, it's fine. And I just feel like if his friendship with Carol was really as deep and uh, trusting as everything is led to, to believe that it is, he would understand like, oh wait, Carol hates this dude in every fabric of his being. Maybe he's actually like, not okay maybe he is actually the douche and i think that they should hear each other out and be like all right well here's the stuff and if he already knows which i'm pretty sure he does Mm -hmm. then that just like makes it so much worse um because he just doesn't care about how his what acceptance of of that oil spill Mm -hmm. um impacts his bestie and that's like we don't like that 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 is not cute yeah I'm that sorry. is definitely not cute these two have never and shown any good communication though so it's probably no. not gonna happen it would be nice <laughs> so i really want to lecture him because of that um and then Nicki minaj um oh selena selena okay I, I want to lecture her because of the same thing, because of many different things. And it might be because of the age of her character, but she just doesn't fucking get it through her fucking thick skull mm. that shit happens because other shit happens. Where like, do you see evidence of that? Like throwing the body parts into the water source. Oh, right, right. Poisoning <laughs> the local water supply. That is, that is a big Poisoning one. the local right. water supply is going to, you know, make the health decline of the fucking people in the in the city thingy. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're getting your body parts. And mm-hmm. it's a fucking cycle. All right. and and name. Never run out of corpses. <laughs> <laughs> While I do appreciate the recycling, mm-hmm. I I just feel like that's. That's one of those things. And having no fucking forethought about what your actions are going to do or in actions because she's like, yeah, but like, do I really have to do this great big grand adventure? Like they should just pick somebody else. Like why Uh, do I have to do it? You know what? Fuck that shit. I'm not going to do it. mm -hmm. That's going to fucking directly impact other people. And she's like, no, this is my life. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. I mean, I get her feeling that way, though. I mean, her whole life has been controlled for her, so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me, I guess. Like, I get it's frustrating, but it doesn't surprise me that she feels like she needs to, like, reclaim her choices. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, I'm, like, eight years old and, like, probably royalty, and then my parents die, and then I'm, like, with this assassin, and then I do this, and it's like, you know, 
she really hasn't had a choice. And then Elena is like, hey, girl, can you, like, kill this, like, great evil for me? And she's like, bro, I just fucking got out of jail. Like, I, I get it. I could see it being frustrating, but I have a little uh, sympathy over the idea of, like, she hasn't yet gotten to the point in the story, I guess, where she can have her own choices, even though I know this is for the betterment of the whole world in the book. But yeah. You know what I mean. Listen, I just, you know, some choices, yes, absolutely. That's your choice. Do or do not do the thing. It's all on you. And some choices, you know, you you just have to, to do the thing. Like, you can't. Yeah. It's not really a choice. Like, save the world. I mean, you're kind of a part of the world. <laughs> you yeah. can either save it and live or don't do it and die. I mean, and why is that always a bad really... thing? <laughs> me to me. <laughs> Poisoning the local water supply. I mean, she's recycling. Again, she's making a, I love sick. the recycling. But are we really caring for the environment? I think so. We're actually posting this episode on Earth Day. So actually, awesome. Selena. Like we planned it. (laughs) How does she do it? And if you decide that you're going to adopt a dog, then you don't have a choice but to boop that puppy Mm -hmm. on its nose and scratch the belly and tell it that it's a good puppy whenever it does the thing. And if that puppy gives you a stick, you You throw the stick. Mm Mm-hmm. Because how do you think that makes the puppy feel? It's a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm just a baby. That's fair. That's fair and reasonable. So, lectures. <laughs> Fucking bitches. <laughs> do you think, okay, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this wrong is going to be righted? <laughs> the dog <laughs> situation? Gosh, I, I really hope so for you. I really, <laughs> really hope so. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It is. I would like to see it. I, I'm sure, like, the dog... I, I actually do want the dog to be, like, a big, like, plot point. I, I love the idea of, yeah. like, a girl and her best friend, I guess. I don't know. It's very sweet. And, uh, I mean, who doesn't fucking like dogs? I mean, I have a cat now. Sorry, but, you know, no dogs. But I love them. I would want one. So, mm. I would like to see that uh, come to fruition. I feel like uh, because I, she named it, it will. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's got also, to. because they don't know what the what the dad was and they're like oh it's huge <laughs> we have no idea what what what, what kind of animal dog thing you know could it have been could some be wolf could it have been some some stray species from terrison <gasps> could it have been a fae in wolf form oh and my instead- god <laughs> That's Welcome weird. to the last episode. <laughs> Tamlin really be out here wild. Not Tamlin, That man said I'm a beast in the sheets, bro. Tamlin just got really upset that Feyre never came back. Oh my god. He crosses to another plane of existence. Listen, when you're lonely, <laughs> when no one will fuck with you, <laughs> literally or otherwise. Oh my god. Well, actually, Tamlin's eyes are green and gold, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, there. As far as predictions, I do think we will get answers to the whole beast that was smelling her uh, in mm-hmm. the hallway, and I think we'll get answers to the whole like eyes thing. But like speaking of Tamlin, that is like, hmm. and there's already been a reference to more and her power of truth. So I don't know. Very interesting. I, d- I just don't understand if this series in the universe came first or if Akatar is first and like what happened. I don't know. Um. I am hoping for, and this is a slight prediction, 
now that uh, Selena is out there and like performing hits again, I would really love to see her run into Assassin Daddy. Arabin, yeah. Arabin. Like, I would love <laughs> to see that as she's like doing these jobs and like doing these things. I, I would recycling for that. Exactly. Doing mm-hmm. probably exactly as you taught her, Queen. Um, I wonder if Arabin's going to be one of the ones that um, runs the. Aelin, Galenthia, whatever fucking oh cult. Oh my god. That would be nice. But knows that it's her the whole time because he oh, saw her when man. she was little. I thought Ooh. that they said in the book that he wanted to kill her. I mean, isn't that just kind of how and? about everybody? <laughs> well, if he wants to kill her, why would he go to the trouble of making a cult to worship her or whatever? To piss well, they said off, that it was probably. also pulled. Well, to piss her off, yeah, uh, but I think also didn't they specifically say it was for political issues or political gain? Isn't everything for political gain? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Recycling. That they didn't actually want, I, I forget how it was said, but it, they said something about not actually caring about her, but caring about more for the policies that would benefit them in business. Mm. Interesting. I have a, I have a, maybe not a prediction, but... I do have a thought. Okay. Um, I don't think that spooky animal boy mm-hmm. uh, came <laughs> came from the library. Sure. I think went to the library. I think came from spooky clock. Oh, okay. Because they said spooky clock was a portal. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. But then they kind of never really like went back to it. But they did mention Spooky Clock in here because it was all like screaming. Well, I mean, which spooky, again is a mood. <laughs> it's never been the sound of the clock tower. It's just that guy up there every hour, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for him. <laughs> Scream therapy. Wow, I'm just like getting out those mommy <laughs> shame, bro. Oh, no. That's a good prediction, though. I can see that. Well, I mean, he didn't run into anything, or she didn't run into anything on the way down there. Right. I mean, obviously, I guess it could have, like, not been there. What if it was a subject of, ooh, ooh, ooh. What if the thing that's in the basement is the lord of that woods that she was talking about? Book one? Mm-hmm. Oh, the old old place? Well, she was, like, talking about how these are what's-his-name's woods and stuff. And yeah, was and it was, like, really day. old. Oh, right. Yeah. So what if that's who that is locked in the door? And the thing that was in the the animal thing was one of its subjects trying to find him to free him. Hmm. Could be cool. What if a spooky dude mm-hmm. was actually the puppy looking for some <laughs> treats? <laughs> looking for just a little boop on the nose. <laughs> hey. <laughs> puppy's got a boop that's all i gotta say the other it's- thing we haven't really thought about <clears throat> is if it's assuming selena is aelin right and she has obviously a million names sure. <clears throat> she has mm-hmm. another identity isn't mm-hmm. it possible mm-hmm. that other people also have different identities <gasps> possibly even like maybe dorian or you think uh, Dorian is a spooky sniffer? Maybe, maybe Lord Dickwad, or even perhaps Kale, because ah. Kale didn't come from there either. And maybe they're 
I don't know, transforming or some shit because they're like Tamlin or whoever or the fuck, you know. But um, what happens if it's one of them and they don't remember? Oh, yeah, because didn't the rings be all like, I'm going to make you do shit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mind control or whatever. The king is not afraid of using (laughs) magic when it suits him. Right. Well, I mean. (laughs) Fair. That'll be interesting, at least. Well, the one thing I can't predict, <laughs> uh, purple here actually is uh, the winner of today's uh, Bay of the Day. You get your choice of any of these lovely, lovely characters that Sarah J. Mass has <laughs> uh, thrown up on the keyboard to name, which I appreciate. All right. Are you guys ready for this? I've thought really, really hard <laughs> about this, and I think I came up with a winner. Okay. Okay. Um, I know this is, I, I'm usually I'm going to, I'm, my choices are unpredictable and I get it. <laughs> Just go with me. Okay. Day of the day. I could have picked Carol. You could have. I could have picked Dorian. You could have. I could have went weird and picked the king, but I yeah. didn't. You picked that damn dog, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I picked the quote unquote rat. What? Yep. The green and I gold picked eyes the, in the darkness. I picked the quote-unquote rat. Yep. That's that's Bay of the Day. Because I think that Bay did more in the half a second mm-hmm. that, that Nicki Minaj wasn't interacting with it mm-hmm. to drive the story forward than anyone else <laughs> in the entire book. Sure. Oh, my God. Did more to help her along through all of the things than everybody else. Because everybody else is just like, we're going to trauma dump and we're going to trauma attach and we're going to trauma respond. And she's all like, oh, my God. God." And then he's all (laughs) like, hey, we've been trying to reach you by your car's extended (laughs) warranty. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So I, yeah, I give Bay of the Day mm-hmm. to the quote-unquote rat. Oh, my God. Also, those so eyes hard. must have been pretty. True, true. They're just Pretty eyes. eyes. But Sarah's literally terrifying. hearing that and being like, oh, I wrote all these like really complex characters. And, like, story <laughs> and you picked this one. Stories, and you picked like a smoke cloud with eyes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Tell I'm me what character has done more for her. In these 14 chapters to move the story along. Kale literally saved her. If Kale didn't save her, the story would have ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then he kind of walks it back. And he's like, maybe if you weren't such a stupid face making stupid decisions, I wouldn't have to save your stupid ass. Because mm-hmm. I fucking love you, you weirdo. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm mixed with you. messages. And the ups and the downs. And the, and the, and the love and the and the not love it's a slow burn you know that's what they're given slow burn romance right now so i'm telling you no rat rat boy who knows he's bay of the day maybe he is i mean hey this is a you know how i felt with uh a quarter of uh silver flames and i really wanted nesta to be with the house so you know what (laughs) you know what i have to allow it i have to yeah makes sense to me thank you high Mm -hmm. priestess of course high priest going 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 back to that really quick, now that you know what the house was and that it was just a piece of her that she had made, you really just wanted her to be by herself. Yes, <laughs> like I did in the beginning. 
<laughs> I love Cassian, but yeah, I mean, I just thought a cool little house spirit that followed you around and attended to your needs and talked about books with you is a pretty good choice, okay? I think that's Wait a minute. If, if you are emulated by Nesta and I'm emulated by Cassian, does that mean that you're like, you know, purple, you're fine and all, no. but like when it comes down to it, how would I just not be with you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wow, also, that, that's definitely not how Nesta feels at all. What about our fake whirlwind romance? <laughs> Literally, we're in love. That's the whole. This is the point of the book where we fight and then we get back together, and then it's like oh. everything the reader ever wanted. Wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. If things can be made, we're in the same universe. Uh huh. Mm. Might Good we point. see the things that were made, and or could we see things that were made that might pop up in? Akatar next book when it comes out because there was one thing that we never got to figure out what it was in Akatar, but maybe we have like the eye of Elena or whatever that's doing glowy things and we've also got the sword mm-hmm. aka Morrigan um, <clears throat> might those things be made and would we see those play out in Akatar I was thinking that the, the clock would be made I mean it screams same that's a legitimate. That's not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> if it, it it screams like it does. I mean, and they talk about it like you know the eyes are following you and everything. It's got some sort of a weird sentience. Mm-hmm. Like it could be made, yeah. Especially if it's a portal. That's interesting. Oh. I could definitely say, yeah, we'll have to see at some <gasps> point if if Sarah is making this multiverse situation. Then eventually, these two worlds are going to have to collide. So, was Mort made? Oh, I don't even care. Just tell me what truth means. Somebody made a doorknob? Or whatever nonsense that is. Okay, Sarah. Okay, I guess. Fuck me, I guess. I don't need to know anything about this world. It would be so funny if, if the doorknob was actually, like, forged by some, like, little kid. Like, an apprentice. He's like, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Made <laughs> and he made it. And he's like, look, himself. I made it. And his parents are like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a doorknob, whatever. Uh-huh. But then he, he actually, like, made it, like Nesta made. Mm. But then nobody paid attention. And it's just been sitting there. <laughs> Thousands of years, potentially. It'd be really funny if Elena is Elaine. The seer. Yep, because mm. she, uh, in an alternate universe, ended up going back to be with a human. Successfully. <sighs> I don't believe I that like that is was the thing. But yeah, could be I fun. It, though. There's there's a lot of things that are really close to Akatar themes or words or character names that are unexplained. So we'll see how Sarah decides to wrap that up. I'm sure at some point we'll be reading Crescent City, but we've still got quite a bit of Throne of Glass to go. Oh, yes. Nokie dokie. So before we get too off topic, I'll go ahead here and wrap it up for us. I want to thank everyone for listening. All your kind words so far have been absolutely amazing. Uh, This has been Smutty Scriptures. We're reading Crown of Midnight. Uh, We read through Chapter 14. I believe next episode we'll dive into um, up up to about Chapter 35, I think, would be a good pace. That way we can make about like three episodes, really dive into this book, give it its pacing and time. Um, so the next episode, we'll probably read, yeah, right up to chapter 50, uh, 35. That way we can do that. And again, want to thank you guys for listening. I know we did our plug for Dual Minds Co. a little earlier, but just a reminder to check it out. Check out all the work that Cuddle and Purple have put into it. It's super incredible. 
And as far as updates for the podcast, you'll see those on the Blue Cromwell social media pages, which is probably where you found this. So ain't no problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll be seeing y'all. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All woman. <laughs>